Great to have you with us on the Big Sports Breakfast. Ryan Phelan in for Jared Middleton this morning, but the boys are still here with me, Loz and Pup. And I said at the top of the show, I felt like a bit of a substitute teacher in for Mido this morning. And Good luck I was asking you what sort of students you were. <laughs> what, what sort of a student do you reckon Steve Blocker Roach? Oh, definitely well, back, backseat on the school. bus for sure. Oh, backseat yeah. on the bus. Yeah. Ba- ba- backseat in tools and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, year 10 was the best four years of my life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. school did you go to? Fig Tree High School. Hang Fig on. Tree High. Did you Put finish? your hand on your heart, mate. Yeah. Why? Did I finish, did you say? Yeah, did you finish? Did you <laughs> go to year 12? Mate, this is, I have, oh, I have the family's not listening, but <laughs> I wear school once for two oh. weeks, right? How dare you? How for dare two you? weeks, yeah. yeah. When we come back. They, that, that, that was they the HSC. That was the two weeks of the HSC. But they didn't even know we were gone. Uh, anyway, good yeah. to see you, boys. Nice uh, to pumped, see you too, Pumped Bob. up for the semi-finals. Oh. Ryan, great to see you, mate. You're a good bloke. I like you, but where's me, though? <laughs> but. What do you mean, no, but? but. Mate, he's but. swanning no, around. No, hang on. Swanning around. No, hang on. <laughs> This I like Rhino. I but, like you, but <laughs> you're not as good as Mido. No, no, no. That's not the point. Mate, the point is, as I said, this is the back end of the season, the most important time of the year. Nah, cash. And this bloke's out swanning himself somewhere. Mate, he's counting his cash right. down in Melbourne. What? This didn't happen, did it, Loz? I, I think there was opportunity an opportunity. Knocked. Mm. Cha-ching, I cha-ching. think there was an opportunity for him Double in the Melbourne. Double the pay. And Half he, the pressure. And he yeah. jumped on the, the big bird and he flew down to Melbourne yeah, and he's there yeah. for the next two days. What and a... we're not happy about it. But <laughs> what we're going it. to do, yeah. we're going to white ant him. <laughs> but see, surprise, surprise. This is what happens. You're the best host we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. But this is what happens yeah, for, for blokes like Mido. <laughs> when you stand yeah. on the shoulders of giants like you blokes, oh, it mate. just elevates oh. you into, into rare air, and that's oh. what's happened to him. Well, Blocker, oh, you know how you've usually got gold for us? I've, I think I've got a little bit well, today. Before but you start. Yes. Oh, no. I want to raise something. Oh, no. Because you know how I'm a confident man. You're a confident I, man. I'm very oh. confident, yes. But, mate, you, it's not like you. You're not going to bag someone, are you? It's not like no. you. Oh, no, no, way. no, no. Not behind their back. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I only do it behind their back. That's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling inadequate this morning. Oh. Loz, you're one of the champions of the game. What are you talking about? What do you mean? I've got a complex. Re- what? I've got a complex. What do you need? You need because a Because I'm sitting next to two Cleo Bachelors of the Year. Oh, Where, oh to well. This. How did you know? Listen. When did you win, Block? Not you, Block. You're like me. Mate, Listen to this. What I about mean, these two? Mate, I been... How do they look so good at 7 mate, o'clock in the morning? Please, look at them. <laughs> bachelor, what did you get for yeah, Bachelor of the Year anyway? What, do you get a couple of free wheels right. or something? I won 10 <laughs> grand. A couple of girls or something? 10 grand. I spent 10. Did you win? Did no, you? you were just an entrant. I was. I shouldn't say. You should just. have won, mate. I was married <laughs> for a long period. I wasn't a bachelor. Can't so win when, it when you're married. So when you're a bachelor, what 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 happens? Yeah, Rhino. What, hey, what, what, what happens? There's a lot of stuff hey. that I can't <laughs> tell you that happens. Hey, why do you get invited to every event? Or what, what, what's why the game? don't you do? we have? Why don't we have celebrity farmer wants a wife, and you go on it because I'm a farmer. Well, or a celebrity whatever. Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, Bachelor. No, I'm not going on. I don't do reality TV. What no. if they bring glamours on and they're 10 out of 10? Yes, you'll be on there. <laughs> do him. <laughs> no, thank you. So, no, no, what, thank what, what happened with The Bachelor? Yeah, what, you, do. What you, you do. Get, you get invited to the opening of an Night envelope clubs, for a yeah. while. So nightclubs? Yeah, all that sort or, of stuff. Or more fancy. You know that function it, Mido went to the other day on the boat for, yeah. for the, Everest, the launch of Everest? Yeah. yeah you get Loz, it would have been discos when these guys yeah. won it. Discos, yeah. yeah. Remember the big Blue balls light. in there? Yeah. I tell you disco. what, though, like the year that I won, I was surely 
a rank outsider for the ages. Chris Hemsworth was in it the year that I won it. So oh, I beat Chris on, Hemsworth. Hang on, hang on, no, hang on, honestly, if you could no, have Paul or me, who would you pick, honestly? <laughs> no, no, hey, Ryan, no, that's, that's a fair effort. They can't all be wrong, Rhino. They can't got, all be wrong. i got something to ask you. Like, how were you travelling with the three-wheelers like, before it and then you win it? Like, do they... You're not three-wheelers, are you? Shirtless. Yeah. Ladies. Ladies, you mean? Three-wheelers and that. Ladies, you mean? Hey, we've got tradies that listen to this show. They know what we're talking about. Footy followers. Well, so, uh, so was there an abundance of chicks after you won? I think I explained it to someone once this way. I felt like I went from Robin Williams to Robbie Williams uh, in one night. <laughs> really? Yes. So, so they, people uh, recognise you they just you... It literally... For, oh, I, I, can, rem- I can remember the yeah. night it happened... You know, the start of the night, I'm like, well, who's this Muppet? No one was paying attention to me, yada, yada. And then from the time that I won, it was almost like all of the focus turned to me and women that would never even give me another glance. So, so like, when Clarkie turns (laughs) up and it's former Australian cricket captain or former Australian rugby league player, test great Mm. blocker, was it... Cleo Bachelor of the Year, Ryan Feelan? Well, I was hosting Sports Tonight at the time. I was Mm. was Channel 10's Mm. Ryan Feelan. Yeah, when you get the name tag. (laughs) (laughs) He says Laurie Daly, Canberra Raiders. Ryan Ryan Feelan, Bachelor Bachelor of the the Year. year. (laughs) Ryan, at at that stage, you know how they they go, you know, all the models and all that, and they ask them, who are you wearing? And that, who are you, like... Mm. What sort of clobber did you have on when you won? I, look, I can't remember. If, Knowing how I dressed at the time was probably Roger David or something along those lines. So, so tarot cash. So pretty poorly. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one thing though. I'm 47 now. And not, hang on. Are you 47? It's a beautiful skin. But here's the thing, Block. As you get older, I I try not to bring it up because the very reason is when someone and it's normally my mates go, oh, you know who won Cleo Bachelor. They look you up and down and go, you? <laughs> so, you know, I'm not in the prime that I was back in the day. What about this, though? In the acceptance speech, who do you think? Uh, well, mum, and, mum and dad. <laughs> like Jeanette, mum and dad. Oh, yeah, mum and dad. Thanks, I was a rarity, dad. too, because at the time I had two kids. Right. So um, when they asked me what I was going to spend the $10,000 on, I said yeah. I was going to take my kids Nappies. to Disneyland. And I did. And did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah that's, what mm. it, that's what I did yeah, with was my Mickey. 10 grand. <laughs> did you go on uh, your are own? You talk- did you go just <laughs> with the kids? I won't go there. I won't go there. <laughs> did you go just with the kids or did you, get to, did you take a friend? I think, you, I think it was to alleviate some guilt, actually, more than anything. Ah, gotcha. um, you know, no, look, I, I <laughs> love my yeah, kids. Yeah, but, but in your speech, I just like to thank myself. For, uh, <laughs> you're thank good you. here tonight. No, thank you. Know, you thank you. Thank you. For the, my face or. cream that I've been using for the last three yeah. years. Thank, anyway. you, thank you for the good genes that yeah, I was blessed with, you know. Enough about me. Let, let's talk about rugby league. That's the what? most important hey, thing that's happening this week. It's not up our, not up our seven yet. What are you talking about rugby league for? I want to if, know, we, if we come on here on this show the on Thursdays and we go, oh, who's going to win this week? Like, mate, if we no, just do well, that, no, no, we're going to do this stuff. We're going to do this stuff. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, I might as well stay at home. And hang on, on he phone. was in men of league calendars, so you hey, can't, you can't sort shower. of say, oh, you boys and, and that we're separate Mate, have you to seen you. rugby league players? Good-looking roosters. You were standing next to Andrew Eddinghausen, you, you know. know. <laughs> I just did the naked shower scene. Yeah. Do you know what, Tina Ryan? Turner. <laughs> I've seen her singing. Yeah. I've said this. yeah, don't worry about Loz, mate. I've said this on the show be- before. Now, our game is very violent, right? So, I'm, I shouldn't mention names, but I will. Warren Ryan used to say, when we played at Leica, <laughs> 
who could put a stitch in ET? <laughs> mate, <laughs> violence. How good? No, yeah, mate. Was it? what do you mean you shouldn't be laughing? <laughs> People <laughs> love that stuff. Mate. You know what, but I couldn't catch him. Uh, Never got him. Mate, he was beautiful. How handsome. See, that's what happened to poor Jeff Toovey. He was a beautiful little blonde-haired man when he started the game. And and blokes like you bashed him up. And by the end of it, he looked completely different. Mate, I couldn't catch him, neither. (laughs) Very rarely I could catch anyone. I remember playing a Jersey Fleet game against Toovey. And we ran out. And I didn't really know. You know, when you're young, you don't know any of the opposition players. And I saw this little... Snowy-haired bloke. I'll run over this bloke. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought, oh, geez, this is a good one. I'll run it in. First carry, I thought, I'm going to run over you. And he just hit me under my ribs and picked me up and just put me on my backside. And I went, wow, who's this kid? And then I went, I won't be running at him again. And then I followed his progress, obviously, and he went on and played... Uh, against the Poms the following year. Against the year. Poms, that's right. Yeah. He, was only, he was only a young oh, kid. Speaking right. of two, like we've speak, spoken a lot about Desi Hasler. Tooves has made it very clear he wants to coach again. Could could you ever see that happening? Could he be back at Manly? Because he's, yeah. he's still got that passion he's to be a head coach. Don't tell me. Des hasn't gone, has he? No, but he's, no, no, no. it doesn't sound like things are getting any better. No. Speaking to Bulldog yesterday, it sounds like it's... Well, he's a, a manly decision, man. Yeah, and he decisions did have some about success here, so it wouldn't surprise me. Is that an option went. for it? Um, yeah, I think it would be. Yeah, you don't go back though, do you? Desi went. Desi went back. Yeah, I'll tell you what, he was pretty successful. I reckon. I reckon his um, win ratio would have been pretty big at Manly, wouldn't it? I think so. Yeah, he took a real grand final too. Yeah, I think. Mm. Yeah, he contributed no, to the greatest press conference of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah. investigation. Oh, There's yeah. got to be an investigation. <laughs> <laughs> now, Blocker, um, just, you've got to be very careful on this show. Like, you saw Clark the other day. You can say the wrong thing. And you, oh, hang you, on, what you, do you I do? Ig- you ignite feuds. <laughs> you and oh, Buzz. Oh, me and Buzz having a stick. Make, making headlines. Mm. I'll give him a hug on Monday. And did you see our mate Dean Ritchie? Oh, actually, you know, Dean Ritchie the other day, I reckon he's... Wants to be Mates. very careful. He might be igniting another feud. I agree. Let, let's play the audio. So just a warning block. So let's play the audio I'm of Bulldog. He's had more blues than anyone I know, <laughs> other than Hadley. Well, Hadley's up there. Yeah. Oh, Hadley's up there. Yeah. Hadley had fight with himself in a room on his own. Didn't they have a blue Hadley and Buzz? It was the famous one in yeah. the state of origin. Who, who, who Buzz came that? Home. Who would you money? Well, Buzz came home allegedly intoxicated. Right. And kept banging on Hadley's door. <laughs> Hadley was in his undies and couldn't sleep. So Hadley eventually opens the door and just goes whooshka on the big right. Smacked him. And, and got him. Oh. Yeah. Buzz would be an easy target, though. He wouldn't be able to fight. Him. No. Buzz. I'd beat Buzz. <laughs> oh. Hey, hang on, hang on. Oh, Mate, that might be a pay-for-view. Doggy <laughs> and the Buzz. I'd pay to watch Actually, that. I'd pay for that. Yeah. Oh. Could, I'm sure you could line up a few, too. You could do the Paul Gallen, line up a couple in a night, couldn't you? <laughs> but it's funny, as I say to you, better be careful because be careful what you these views can be ignited. And on the line right now, we have none other than Ray Hadley. Good morning, Bolts. Blocky, great to be on your program. I wish. Eventually, son, on you. Mate, I'm, eventually, you take your own program. Mate, mate I'm just a blow in here. Mate, they, they said to me at the beginning of the year, you want to come on? And I said, I'll come in. And they went, no, 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 do it over the phone. <laughs> now, now, Ray, did, 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 did Buzz get the better of you? Uh, Laurie, look, <laughs> as you'd appreciate, uh, given that you were part of the continuous Paul Timberline stage and they wrote dreadful songs about you, the Robert. <laughs> Buzz has a large hooter. <laughs> now, what happened on that night at the Park Royal, I was crook 
and I was needled up by Dr. Nathan Gibbs so that I could actually call the game. I came back to the hotel. The doctor said, the needle will wear off about midnight. Get the bed and you'll be okay, hopefully tomorrow. Mm. Buzz in a drunk... There were two people in this incident. Me, Stone Cold Sober, Buzz and the Bradded. And he got the nickname <laughs> Buzz because he's a pest. Now, he banged on my door for probably an hour... I opened the door. Yes, I was in my underpants and a singlet, I think, from memory. It was back in the 80s. Were they Y fronts? Right? Exactly. They were BBD. Next to myself, I like BBD, best blocker. Anyway, I said, look, go away and leave me alone. You are a pest. I'm crook. Come on, buddy. Let's get out the rosies. Come on. Come on. Let's get out. I said, listen, you idiot. Leave me alone. So he kept banging on the door. So I slammed the door and it hit his hooter. Now, that was that's a target. He's, he's got a fair nose. And it created a bit of drama. He then transformed it into that I coward punched him. <laughs> when he wasn't looking. <laughs> I coward dawned him. I didn't coward. And so this is the end of the story. So I'm stone cold. I go back to bed. Then the room phone rings. This is exactly what was said. You and me down in the car park. One o'clock in the morning, you idiot. Go to bed. <laughs> Oh, that's a bulldog. Oh, right? There's a reason Bulldog gets on. And by the way, congratulations on him. I believe he's taking a redundancy at News Limited to become Des's personal assistant. <laughs> <laughs> he, he loves Des. He's a Eagles correspondent. Uh, yeah, he, he keeps saying, I heard him yesterday. I was driving home, and I often hear you boys on replay when the, when the, you know, in between the dogs, the trust, and the races. And, and he, he said yesterday, oh, look, I believe... <laughs> I, b- I believe that Des will, will not go unless he gets... I b- Look, he's got, he's got a, a dead set line to Des's house. He, he thought he lived he, with Whatever Des. he's saying is what Des would be saying. So forget about I believe. It'd be Des, and, and then all of a sudden, Des can't go unless he gets paid. And yesterday, Tom Trebojevic is going to quit the club if Des doesn't stay. And then next thing, Bulldogs takes redundancy and he's appointed the PA for Des for the rest of his life. Anyway, the reason Bulldog doesn't get offside with anyone, it was illustrated in your interview with him yesterday, Laurie yeah. and Clarkie. Okay, he won't hold a position. Yeah. He, now, he started the program that I heard by arguing that that was the greatest game he'd ever seen on Sunday. He loved the biff, he loved this, he loved that. You blokes took exception to it, I think Clarkie in particular. By the end of the interview, he was agreeing with <laughs> Call no, him splinters. No, you know the best one. You know the best one, Ray. He goes, Latrell's the best player in the game. Yeah. And then Clark, he said, "Well, you would you pick him as a fullback?" And he, he goes, goes "No, no." Well, no. <laughs> I pick him in the centres. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a confirmed bachelor in his fifties. Now that's out on a whole range of things that we can't go into. But at the end of the day, him and Buzz. Now, I'll give you a case of Buzz, and I saw him at a, a function last Thursday. Jesus let himself go. Strike me pink. But he started giving to me buzz 35 years ago, right? And so I'd ring him up. He was working with me on the continuous call. Yeah. I say, Buzz, what's. Hey, Ray, you don't understand. It's a legitimate story, Ray. I've got to pit it, okay? I've got to pit it. I say, can you just drop off? And so 35 years later, he gives it to me again. I said, Buzz, look, I've got a bigger audience now. I'm going to give it to you. Keep you. Listen, Ray, you don't understand. You're clickbait. You're clickbait. I, say, See name. I said, yes, but I'm never clickbait when I do something good. It's always when I'm in strife. <laughs> yes, but you're clickbait, Ray. You're clickbait. Oh, and he, he, so, uh, look, Buzz is a special human being. Okay. <laughs>
special needs. He'll top off anyone. If he can get it in the... He'll jam it into anyone. And then he'll ring you the next day and say, after he's given you a spray and say... Buddy, you got a story for me? <laughs> hey, Why would I give you a story, you like Attack me. Hey, Ray, I've got to ask you, as someone that stands his ground in a, in a stoush on radio, how did you think Clarkie handled himself against Buzz? How did you score that? Outstandingly. I, I listened to the replay. That, they said, yeah, you hear Clarkie talking about, he's kidding, Clarkie. He's kidding. I said, yeah, well, that, now, what he'll do with you, Clarkie, this is what he's famous for, Buzz. I'll campaign you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, oh hey, Blocky. Yes, the Raymond. We had together, you and me, mate, Fenneckham, with our two great mates, Bozo and Chippy. Oh. And Blocky used to spend most Saturdays and Sundays crying with laughter. But oh. I, this morning I just listened, because I knew Blocky was going to be on, I listened to something. What about the day at Brookville when Daryl called the Olympics and the weightlifting? And the Blake Horson. Horson Carter, the weightlifter. Blocky says... Cleaner, you'll need to. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh, funny yeah, days. It's a wonderful time. Oh, I listen. I listen on a Thursday and away I am to Blocky, and I, I've told him this personally. So this isn't ingratiating myself to him. He's the best analyst. Oh come on, Ray! Please keep going. He is the best. Oh, he, he's got that touch of humour. He knows the game inside out, and more importantly, when he talks about matters, you don't need to be Blocky, Bob Fulton, or someone like that that has an intimate understanding of the game. He'll explain it in a way that even people with a casual interest in the game understand. He's the best there is, and he's a good mate of mine. And Thanks, mate. That's nice of you to One day, Blocky might be back together again. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm 60 now, Ray, don't you? Hey, Blocky, I'm 70. And- oh, shock horror. I didn't know that. Hey, 70. Yeah, I'm 68. Uh, what am I? What date? Is I'm 68 this month. Ray, I've got a personal qu- uh, question to ask you. Yeah, Blocky. How's your super? You got a good super? <laughs> like I'm looking at all that stuff now. As you get a bit older, you start to you start yeah, to plan. This is a fair dinkum. I haven't never worried about that sort of stuff, as you know. I sort of live life day to day. And my wife said to me the other day, "We're going to meet with this financial planner." I said, "Oh yeah," and he said, "You'll need this much to live." I said, well, the only way I can do that is keep working. <laughs> hey, hey, Ray, personal question. How much, how much you reckon you need to live? I'm, I'm going through this at the moment. How much you reckon you need a week? Well, if you're on the punt, probably three or four months. <laughs> <laughs> per year or week? No, a week. Oh. I think you and I could probably get by on a thousand a week with our limited taste and we don't go to fancy restaurants and all that sort of stuff. But then, you know, as is the case with you and hmm. me and Kathy and all the rest of it, we've got grandkids now, mate. So, you know, you're responsible for your kids, your grandkids and all that sort of stuff. You've got to start thinking about them as well. Exactly. In other words, I'll probably be like 86 if I live that long. (laughs) (laughs) Ray, uh, great to have your right of reply this morning. And um, thanks for listening to the Big Sports Breakfast. It's nice to have a high-profile person like you tuning into the show. No, he listens to the punt, not the (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was on Meadow. I was on Meadowland Dogs or whatever they call it. Good on you, Ray. Good on you, Ray, Ray Hanley, uh, joining us this morning on the Big Sports <laughs> Breakfast. Uh, we got to get to the news, and eventually we'll talk rugby league with Blocker. I'm assuming. <laughs> what, what time is that? What time is it? <laughs> Blocker's here with Loz and Pup, and I think it's time to talk rugby league, isn't it? Block, do, do 
we get well, the... Well, I'm, I'm just a blowing. You don't have to ask me. Who the Tigers man. got? Who the Tigers got this week? <laughs> what? Who the Tigers got? I don't know. I don't know who they're playing. <laughs> they've got a trip to Bali. That's what they've got. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I don't know who they're... They still do <laughs> trips away. They still I... do trips away. I think so. Yeah. Tigers oh, do. They're, they're, going, they're mate, going to Campbelltown. Mate, they're doing they're, some training. Mate, they're there and back from their trip away. No, you know what? You know what, Block? Next year, top eight Tigers. Next year, top look, eight. Look, pup, I really based on what, mate. I really like you. You're a good what kid. do you have in the break? Right? What do you? What do you, <laughs> you want something to do? Do you want something? <laughs> I just think, I think, I, you know what? I don't have any reason. I just think we're going to make top eight. <laughs> mate, I say it every year. You know, you know, at the end of preseason, every every team in the comp goes, we can win it this year. Uh, we can't before you play anyone. Uh, yeah. Tigers can't win it. We can't win it. We were lucky to get the two points from the bye. <laughs> Where are we finishing next year? Not wooden spoon again. Oh, well, did you, you get who? your gift? We both got sent a wooden spoon from, oh, from yes. old mate. Here, there it is. It's yes. out there. Yours is yeah. out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> hang on, I said, hang on. Mate, we both got sent, who's, you and I. Who's the imbecile that <laughs> no, sent me they, a wooden they spoon? They didn't put their name well, on it. I'll tell you what, if I find out, if I find out. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, so Tom's bringing in an envelope. If I, if I find out who this is, I'm going to crack it over his head. So Block is about to open up this envelope. I'm just explaining this for radio. So this is a legit. Package. Yes, Clarky got one the other day, so we only assume that <laughs> Block has got the same. It open now, and inside is a. You got your name on yours. <laughs> My mum used to smack it on the bum. With it that. is a wooden spoon. I'm going to smash it over his head. <laughs> it's got Blocker on it. <laughs> oh, mate. No, that's. That, I don't reckon that's funny. I reckon How that's disrespectful. <laughs> hey, did he, did he leave a return address? No, on I didn't put. They didn't put their name either. No name. A source said. Yeah, look at the signature. <laughs> you can't even see. Look, you can't read it. No. And you know who it's from? A manly fan. <laughs> love love <laughs> always. Fan. You love know always Buzz Rothfield. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I find out, if I find out it's Buzz, I'll put it where the sun, the sun has uh, never shone. The sun. Yeah. Shun. It's from, the sun. looks like it's a Troy, Troy yes. glue, oh, we'll call him. Troy glue. Gee, I wonder where he put that in the post. Uh, probably ab- about a month and a half ago, things have gone south from Manly since mate, then. He, mate, he didn't even spell blocker properly. Oh, what an idiot! <laughs> Take that home to stir your pasta. Yeah, you know what I'll do? I'll show you what I'll do with it. Oh, oh are you serious? You're not happy? Yeah, I'm not happy. Don't splinter oh, your hand. Yeah, you can use it. won't matter. It'll be worth it. Oh, in the fire. That, that might be one of his arms. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm you scare me there with that look. I'd like block security guard. Yeah. Let's talk finals. Parramatta oh, take on, on Canberra. Uh, we learnt this morning that Mitch Moses is definitely going to play. That coming from uh, Danny Weidler this morning uh, with that breaking news. He got through the captain's run last night. It's important news because we're all thinking that without him, maybe the Eels wouldn't deserve favouritism in this game. How do you see it now with him playing out, playing in this match? I think it'll be a great game. I really do. I think both sides play similar football and I love the offloading ability of their forward pack. Uh, and I think both that's, sides? Uh, yeah, and yeah. I think that's the key to um, Parramatta. I, I don't think they're a side that can go on and win the competition by just being a completion rate team. Um, I think they've got to use the ball create offloads and challenge the defence that way rather than these set pieces. I, I don't think it suits them at all. You've got Mitch Bose who has a wonderful kicking game um, who can control field position for you and put the back five under pressure of Canberra. Canberra come into this game with plenty of confidence 
I'll ask Block of this. Joe Tarpany and wow. um and he's in career best form. And, and Josh Papali, who's been a, a leader for this club for a long period of time, up against mm. Campbell Gillard and Junior Parlo. Who do you see winning that battle? And when you're assessing teams, you look at the forward pack, which forward pack would you prefer to play with? I, I, well, I would say at the moment that the Canberra Raiders, and, I, and I'll say why, because their bench is unbelievable. What, what their bench has been doing, you know, when you've got Starling coming on with that, with that speed, Horsburgh and Gula, they just go about their business. I, I, think, I think the, uh, the Raiders have got a better uh, bench but it's amazing, Loz. We talk about it all the time. It's about peaking at the right time, come semi-final time. The Raiders are on a roll at the moment. I, uh, the thing with Mitchell Moses, like, when, when, you get, when you get knocked out, and I, I don't know, that was bad scenes last week. You, you know when, I, I don't really know how to explain it. You know when your hands go all funny and everything and they lay on the ground and they're out cold? Now, I, you know, I, I don't know whether he'll be right to play. And I'm not. I'm saying that he's been passed by the doctors and all that sort of stuff. But that that sort of knockout. When I see that, when blokes are prone on the ground with their hands all like cramped up and all that sort of stuff, I get a little bit worried. I, I think that that is a little bit of a longer recovery. So I'm not 100 percent sure that you know that Moses will be right. He's playing. That's good. Um, getting back to your, your question, Campbell Gill. It's all mate. It's all about position. I'll tell you what I'll say about Parramatta. Parramatta, are a great side. They've had a great season, but they haven't got any plan B. Most sides, most sides, you know, I'll give you an example. If I'm, if I'm playing with Benny, Benny was a genius. He, he knew exactly what was going on. Like, if we were getting tied up in the middle, we'd jump one out and try and get one-on-ones and all that sort of stuff, Loz, you know? So we'd change, we'd change mid-game into plan B. I don't know whether Parramatta, have, after watching them in big games, whether they've got plan B. I, I, and, and, mate, talking about Tarpany last week, now the biggest test is up against the Melbourne Storm. Now, I know for a fact that Melbourne Storm, whatever you want to call it, put blokes on show, put you on the chopping block, do whatever. Now, Tarpany would have been their number one target. You've got to stop this guy. Mate, he'll skip out of tackles. Now, the great thing about this bloke as a player is the best ones can stand in tackles. They can pass pre-line before the line. They can skip out. They can they can spin out of tackles offload. They can put tries on. You Remember the try he put on last week with a short pass? Uh, I forget who scored anyway, but but just watching him, why he's the best at the moment is the way he can mix his game up and they can't put him on the ground. So he would have been on the chopping block, I'll use that as a term, last week against Melbourne. And, mate, he mate, he was the best player on the field by, by the length of the straight, right? So my way of thinking, Loz, it's timing. I, look, I think, I think the Eagles will be out in straight sets. So I, I think I think the I think the Canberra Raiders will, will win this game. Let me ask you this: so the winner of this game next week will take on North Queensland in North Queensland. Do you think whoever does progress from this game, Block, you think it's the Raiders, and I'm sure Loz, you're optimistic it's the Raiders. Do you think that they could then go on and beat the Cowboys and get into the grand final? I, I worry about I worry about um, the team that goes up there in North Queensland. These guys are sitting up. With their feet up, hoping that these two guys, you know, bash each other, and they're sitting up there on their home ground. Everyone knows how hard they are to beat up there in Townsville, um, mate. Whoever whoever wins this game is going to do it tough the next week. I, I think the Cowboys might skip through to the grand final. Uh, yeah, I, I think they're well. They're in the best position, aren't they? The, you know, they the don't have to worry about injury. They don't have to yep. worry about people getting um, suspended. So 
both Penrith and the Cowboys are in the best position out of any of the teams remaining. But I, I believe that whoever wins this weekend in both games can possibly make it through to a grand final, even though it's going to be tough. Mm. All right. But if you want to be on the right side of the draw, I think I'd prefer to play the Cowboys in Townsville than Penrith down here in Sydney. Definitely. I think I'd prefer to be on that side of the draw. Do you, do you know, I was asked, um, we, we did this thing about who could win and all that sort of stuff, and I was asked, you know, who's your, and I, I wanted to come up with someone, they said, who's who's the bloke that's going to stand up and, and, and be someone in the semifinals? Not not everyone we expect, someone yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. So, mate, I said, the way that Dylan Brown was playing, mate, that left foot step and his running game, un- unbelievable. But last week, for some reason against Penrith, he, he, he didn't, he didn't do it. I'm, I'm expecting if the Eels are going to win, mate, there's a bit of pressure on, on, on Dylan Brown now because Moses, well, I don't think he can beat 100%. That's just my mm. opinion. But Dylan Brown needs to stand up. And, mate, that kid is a wonderful player. They have to play footy. Parramatta have got a chance there. Exactly. Arm. For me, they've got a chance their arm, as they have been doing when they've won all their games this season. They've won unconventionally. And when I mean unconventionally, it's more about the offload. And I, and Running I, hard, offloading yeah. the ball and playing off the ball. And, and I know Ricky. I know Ricky pretty well. I play with him a lot. You know him better than me. Mate, he's a, he's the master motivator. He'll be walking past Papalee and going, oh, mate, you know, geez, they're bloody good players. That, you know, Gillard and Paulo and all that. He said, oh, I, I, don't, know whether, mm. I don't know whether we can win this week. So, and then they go and tell all their teammates and mm. that, you know, that even motivates them even more. So, mate, I, I think the Raiders, but anyway... Only got one from four last week, so what do I know? So Parramatta a dollar fifty, uh, Raiders two sixty. So block, you are. Just I'm, go- I'm going the Raiders. I think they're. I, I think they're ripe. I think they're on a roll. Laws. I'll, I'll go Raiders. My God, no confidence. I'm going Parramatta with Mitchell Moses, best on ground. I'm with you, Clarky. I think Parramatta as well. So we're and I reckon here. I'll be saying to you, blokes, next week. Told you so. Told no, no, you so. No, I won't be told you. It'll be what's the matter, mm. Parramatta? It's got to be we'll hard see. for well, us. Well, this is win. the most interesting game, Cronulla versus South, because both of these teams really were. I think they came through a battle last week, Cronulla. So they're two ten and Souths a dollar seventy five. That was just brutal against the Roosters. Block, I'll start with you this time. Are you surprised that Souths are favourites in this game? Uh, yeah, I am a little bit, considering considering the Sharks finish in second position. I mean, there's a, there's a reason you finish second. Mm. You know, you, you know they, they've had a great season. Still under the radar, aren't they? They are. Sharks and Cowboys. But the Sharks how, finish second. How can the Cowboys yeah. still be under the radar? Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, one game away. But they, but they they were a shandy off winning last week. Mm. You know what? In the semis, Loz, you know, you know, you guys know, you've got to have that little bit of luck. And yeah. you know, that happened for the Cowboys last week. Yeah. At the back end of the game, mate, it was all yeah. it was all the Sharks with 10 to go. And then all of a sudden, you know, the Cowboys took off. Uh, gee, I don't know. I, I find it hard to tip against the Sharks, but... Mate, I'm I'm going to go for the Rabbitohs. I just think, I just think, Cody Walker he sums up situations better than anyone. He, he reminds me of Cliffy Lyons. He, he knows he knows where to go and what to do. And mate, when when you look at that game last week against the Roosters, when you look at discipline and all that sort of stuff, you would have thought that Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell would have been the the blokes going off their melons, but that that wasn't the case. Mm. The the Roosters couldn't recover from. Uh, you know, from from all the battle and and how tough the game was, and and South Sydney ended up just going right on with it. I thought Campbell Graham last week, what an inclusion! 
I mean, there, there's a bloke goes under the radar. He, he wouldn't be out of yeah. place in an Australian oh, side. I think that bloke. he's one of the most improved players wow. this season. Mate, what about his kick chase and his defence and front yeah, on? And mate, he was mate, massive. Yeah. But um, I do, I do think. I do think the Rabbitohs, because of, you know, obviously, Katie Walker and Mitchell, I, I, I just think they might have a little bit too many points in them for the Sharks. But, mate, it wouldn't surprise me if the Sharks won. Jeez, um, if the Sharks defend the way they did last weekend, they won't be winning. Like, to concede 32 points. They scored 30. That's enough to win a semi-final if you're scoring 30. They conceded 32. Um, and Souths possess, we know, the weapons they have, Latrell, Cody Walker. Uh, I, I like I like the Sharks. They, they finished in second position for a, for a reason. And I think they defend a bit better than what South Sydney do. South have got a lot more attack in them than, than the Sharks. But I think the Sharks can, can defend better this week. And that'll be highlighted in a strong performance this weekend defensively. Big loss, Burgess. Yeah. You know, when you when you look at the game now and you you have a look at the 17, you know, blokes coming off the bench and blokes, you know, who can do something. Um, they're, they're down a man without him now. They're down a big bopper. Yeah. So I, I reckon I reckon that's going to, you know, that's going to go against them. But, oh, gee, I can't see him losing. Mm. Yeah, so, I'm again, Sharks. South $1.75, Sharks two ten. So, recapping? I'm going South just. South just. Clarky? Yep, Rabbitohs. Yeah, uh, sorry, Sharks just. Yeah, oh, sorry. I, I, I'm Sharks. I'm with you, Loz. Um, as you said, they finished second and they were, as you said, block a shandy away from, from winning last week. But just two cracking games. The first coming up on Friday night. Well, on Friday night, the Canberra Raiders take on the Parramatta Eels. And Tom Starling was part of the Raiders' finals campaign back in 2020. Unfortunately, that year they lost to Melbourne in the preliminary final, but he's got a taste yet again in the hooker rotation for the Raiders side on Friday night. And Tom Starling joins us this morning. G'day, Tom. You must be excited about what's ahead. Yeah, good morning, boys. Yeah, it's a very exciting time, mate. Uh, finals, finals campaigns, always a, always exciting time for the club. So everyone's pumped. Tommy, timing's perfect for the Raiders, mate. Confidence, but most importantly, momentum. It just seems like you've got this good run. And again, you're going under the radar as well. But the way you boys are playing, it's just been perfect timing. Yeah, look, it's um, we started the year off a bit a bit bumpy, but um, we spoke about we needed we needed to sort of sort our game plan out with a new spine and and whatnot. So we knew it was going to take time, and mm. we just stuck to what we knew best. And um, you know, we, we've seen the things turn, and it's the, the right right time to uh, hit our straps because um, you know we're, we're coming up into the finals obviously and uh, these are the big games. Tommy I'm going to talk something personally here um, big games nervous energy mate how, how do you handle that and tell us the difference between sitting on the bench watching the game and starting. Oh yeah look it's um, yeah it's good it's it's what, what we play footy for it's that adrenaline rush that um, getting out there and compete with, our, with, with your good mates and uh, trying to uh, secure the victory. So, um, yeah, look, I, I love it personally. I, I, I think I thrive in that sort of situation. It's, as I said, it's why I play the, uh, play the game. And, yeah, it's a little bit different sometimes when you start and when you uh, come off the bench. When you when you start, you sort of got to get real revved up in the warm-up and get yourself ready to go. But when you're on the, on the bench, you sort of got to control yourself and uh, you can't play the game too early. Otherwise, you sort of get out there and you're, you're gone within the first five minutes. So, um, different situations. Uh do arise when you're sort of coming off the bench or starting. So um, it's just how you deal with it. And, uh, yeah. 
Tommy, how's the confidence levels internally, mate? Because no one gives us a chance down here in Sydney. They reckon we'll get knocked out against this great Parramatta team. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Look, we're, we're obviously all confident, and uh, you know what it's like down here, Aussie. Don't we? Don't don't get as much media coverage, but we like that. We we just fly under the radar, and uh, we just go about our business, and uh, we do we do our job, mate. Your bodyguards. Big Tarpany and Big Papa, mate. Must be comfortable when you when you know you got those guys next year. You can give a little bit of cheek, mate. Uh, you got it all wrong, blocker. I'm their bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. nah, it's good, mate. There. How do you get your arms around them, Tommy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I help them out, mate. That's why they're playing so good. They've got my protection. But, <laughs> uh, they're, mate. They're, they've, they've been awesome. So is our bench. We've got. Um, you know, Big, Big Red and uh, Emre Gula and uh, Koi Hari Nair who come off the bench as well who, um, who who keep that intensity going for us um, that the big boys uh, lay in the first you know the first period of the game so it's it's a team effort that we're all got going on down here and um, as we said we're we're all, we're all enjoying our footy together and um, big game this this Friday night against Para. Unfortunately, Adam Elliott looks like his season's over and he's been in terrific form but I think you've got a like for like replacement in Ryan Sutton. Uh, coming onto the bench, so I don't think you'll miss much there. Yeah, look, it's it's, it's very disappointing to see Adji go down. He puts his body on the line week in, week out. You should see him throughout the week. You know, he's, he's busted up from all the work he does, and he he, he plays with his heart and his sleeve. So um, to lose Adji is a big, it is a massive loss. But it's funny how rugby league works. You know, we lost Sutto a few weeks ago, but it's the time is perfect because he's he's straight back in. So and again, he's he's one of them hard working lock forwards that will. We'll do a lot of the groundwork for us. So, um, yeah, look, it, it's not a good situation that Adji's out, but it's obviously a, a blessing that uh, Ryan's back in. Massive build-up for the Eels last week against the, the Panthers. Mate, uh, how hard is it to come up after those big games? Yeah, it's, 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 I think that's, that's what it comes down to at this time of the year. You can back up, the, back up the big games. It's obviously semi-finals are physical and intense for the full 80 minutes. And, um, you know, the... Sticky obviously knows how to how to get a team up. He's, he's been in these games as a player and as a coach. He, he he knows that you just got to get to the games mentally and physically ready. So training this week was not too intense. It was just um, yeah, it was all about getting our bodies right and getting our game plan down pat and let's being able to back up the performance. Uh, Tommy, a big part of Parramatta's game style is their offloads, and when they offload, they're a hard team when they get on a roll to stop. What's the key to sort of limiting the impact that those guys have, in particular those big boppers like your Paulos and your Campbell Gillards? Yeah, they've they've obviously. Uh, I think they're they're leading the uh, offloads in the NRL by quite a margin. I think we're coming in second. So uh, there's going to be some uh, fancy football getting played. I think, but I think the the realization that there's just going to be offloads. It's it, we can try our best to stop them, but there is there is going to be offloads, and we're just going to be ready to uh, defend them when when they do happen. Uh, Tommy, has Ricky spoken to you boys about, I guess, the difference in in refereeing last weekend's games and what to expect this weekend in regards to to discipline and you know call it high shots, whatever it is, or is it nothing's been spoken about and it's just play on as per usual? Yeah, look, we haven't we haven't spoken about that. We we sort of just. Sort of control what we can control. We obviously know that you you can't be going high on people, and uh, we just got to control what we control. The rest will uh, interpret the game how they see fit. So that 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 that's up to them, mate. And we we'll, we'll just do what you know, we're, we're getting uh, paid to go out there and do is, is play footy. So uh, that 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 that's uh, hasn't really been spoken about.
Ricky Stewart, a great competitor, and he's a genius at picking out weaknesses. Wonga Blake this week. Bombs away. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. We've been looking at Parramatta over the last few weeks pretty closely. Obviously, we knew that we could run into them. So, um, yeah, we've, we've done a good week of prep and, um, yeah, we, we, we've been watching them and we, we know what we're going to do out there. So, um, we got our last training session today, which our captain's on, and we'll, we'll uh, you know, sort of tighten up the screws and what we need to be, do. So, uh, yeah. Well, Tom, it's an anticipated match for all of us, and I'm sure you're really excited about taking on the Eels on Friday night. And good luck for that game and beyond for the rest of the final series. And thanks for joining us this morning on the Big Sports Breakfast. No, thanks for having me, boys. Really appreciate it. Tom Starling, Raiders hooker, joining us there. Uh, Block, just before we say goodbye to you, just a couple of questions here on um, the text line. Uh, Blocker, are you a fan of Toby Rudolph from the Sharks? Very underrated front row for mine. That's Steve from Rudy Hill. Yeah, well, Steve, you're 100% right. You know, the game, if I, if I look at mobility and that, like he, he's a, a different type of front row. He's a modern-day sort of front mm. row. I thought, he, I thought he scored a great try last week. Mate, he's had a fantastic, fantastic season. The, the thing I like about him is he, he doesn't leave anything in the tank. He plays exactly the same way every week. So he's had a, he's had a, great, a great season under Fitzgibbon. And this one for you as well, Block from uh, Booty. Um, would you have Bryce Cartwright or Jake Arthur in your team? Bryce Cartwright. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. If I have to pick one, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm not being... You know, it's a question that you got to you got to answer if someone asks it, and mm. I've got to be honest. I, I probably have Bryce Cartwright in my, in my seventeen. Good stuff, Block. Um, great to finally talk rugby league with you in the end. Um, <laughs> we got there. Well, mate, I, I had some stuff that I'm going to save for next week. Now, <laughs> are we on next week? Yeah, yeah isn't, it, isn't, it, isn't it a public holiday next week? Can I ask oh, a question call. too? Well, actually, can I ask a question before actually, we go? I don't think you're here next week, are you? Aren't you going on a? You're going on a standard long weekend next weekend, don't you? What do you mean? That's what Is I heard. Where am I going? Oh, I don't know. Going? That's what I heard. I'm happy to. Can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? If you give me the time off, I'll plan one for sure. Just a quick question before yes. we go. Yes. Why are we having a... Look, I'm pretty simple sort of bloke. Why are we having a public holiday on Thursday? Why don't we have it on Friday so we can have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off? We're going to go... Why don't we have one? You know, in Melbourne, in Melbourne, they do. They've got Thursday, because they've got Friday Thursday off. Thursday off. And then I go back to work on Friday. Why don't we have one a week? Yeah, one a week would be nice. One Good public call. holiday a week.